guys. Welcome to Coffee Combos. Hello, Lindsay. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. I have my coffee right next to me. I went to Wawa this morning. I was prepared. I got my cold Coca-Cola Classic this morning and it tasted so good. Oh my gosh. Actually, let me tell you a story about Coke really quick. So I remember when you told (laughs) Listen to me. I remember when you told me that the carbonation stays better in a Coke in like a styrofoam cup, right? So Chick-fil-A has the large styrofoam cups. The other day... Because I've been trying really hard to cut out soda because that is one of my huge... I just love it so much. Um, (laughs) So so I was craving a Coke so bad. So I was like, all right, I'm going to go grab a Coke and this will be my Coke for the week. Like I'm not going to drink anymore. So let me get a large. Let me make it right. For the week. (laughs) Yes. Like I'm trying to cut it out. So I'm like, I will get a large. I'll make it worth it. And then... That's it for the week. Go to Chick-fil-A, get a large. So I get the Coke, take a sip. And I asked for light ice because I don't like when the ice starts melting and it waters down the soda. So I asked for light ice. I take a sip out of it. Lindsay, it literally tasted like plain carbonated water. I said, what the fuck did Chick-fil-A just give me? Because I'm not drinking a Coke. So I'll have you know that after I spent $1.99 on the Coke, which I was pissed about, I... (laughs) It was horrible. I think it didn't have any syrup in it. Like, you know, the syrupy Coke stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was like all carbonation. Yes. And I was like, what (laughs) the fuck is this? So I I go across the street. Mm -mm. I thought about it, but I waited in line for like 20 minutes to get this because it was lunchtime. So you know how the drive-thru and (laughs) Chick-fil-A is in general at like breaks, right? So across the street is Wawa. And I went in there and I got a bottled Coke and I dumped the Chick-fil-A cup out and I poured the bottle of Coke into the styrofoam cup to keep the carbonation. And it didn't really work. I don't know if it's like the air hits it after it gets poured out of the bottle or like if it's just Chick-fil-A or like well, I'm not really sure Cokes, what happens. Like bottle Cokes, I feel like are much more flat than if you get like a can Coke or yes, whatever. It's so much more flat. And I don't understand if it's just the way it's bottled or what the deal is, but that's just like drinking straight syrup. I have gotten like a two liter, like if I order takeout or something and, you know, I order like a two liter of soda, I noticed that the two liter, even if it's only been like one day, the next day it'll be flat. I hate two liters. I never buy them. And that's specifically So I would never, yeah. Like after the last experience I had with them, like probably I would say over the summer, I'm not going to order a two liter ever again. Yeah. That's just, that's not happening. So... Anyhow, in different news, can I get a follow-up on your co-parenting situation? Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's so weird because after I podcasted about it, I there was like an exchange of some sort. I don't remember what it was. I want to say maybe a winter jacket or something like that. Was it the same? I'm so... Like, I don't know what happened yesterday. So like my schedule and thought process is so fucked up, but I think he had to drop off a jacket at the house and he, I told him, I was like, I talk shit about you on my podcast. (laughs) And he was like, oh, great. And I told him what I said and I was like, I just, you know, we got to do better. So, um, the update is I did not invite the school kids to the birthday party. We're just going to do like, um, family and family friends. And then I, I did invite, um, 
a soccer person from the soccer team that Lincoln really wanted to have. And then also I invited jujitsu kids. So okay. it's kind of like the best of both. Like I kind of was like, all right, he can get the school friends. I'll get the sports friends and it'll be fine. So that's that. I mean, the co-parenting, like as far as like our attitudes and fighting stay the same, still arguing, but well, that's now just, we're arguing about trick, trick or treating. That's just terrible because my custody agreements are identical, all three of them. Like I mirrored Lincoln's to Isaac's and Lux's to Lincoln's. And so they're all cohesive and the same. And so in our custody agreement, column one has set holidays and column two has set holidays. On even number years, mom gets column number one. On odd number years, uh, mom gets column number two and then, and then they flip flop. So this right. year is my year for trick-or-treating. My, my year for Halloween. And because it's 2018, it's in column one. Now Javi wants to argue with me about that. Oh, now you want to pick and choose when it's convenient for you. And it's just like, no, Javi, I've just never been in this situation before. I've never, like, this is Lux's first year that he's able to put a costume on and like, you know, not contribute. That's not the right. Participate, like to actually walk and get candy. Like, of course I want him to be there. Like, of course I want to have my kids for that. So... Well, and a like, lot of... it'll probably work out better for him because next year for Halloween, I'm sure his new baby will be walking. So it'll work out better for him. So I don't know really why he's complaining. Well, maybe just to complain, to complain, because some people do that sometimes. But what I was going to say is that, okay, there was a lot of messages that we got in regards to the co-parenting situation. And I Let's think a, a lot of parents face very similar, maybe different situations, but in general, similar things. And I noticed there was moms that sent messages that would tell their age and they were anywhere from like 36 to about 42 that gave some suggestions. They probably, you know, walked this road a while ago and have mm -hmm. experience and Across the board, the moms that sent the messages said that they have been in the situation and as far as the class is concerned to have an adult conversation with Javi and that every other year you host the class and every other year he hosts the class if Got you it. can't do a joint. Or right. you do your family and friends, he does his family and friends, and then you guys joint go to like Chuck E. Cheese or someplace like that with the class. I did see that message. That one stuck out to me. I did see that one. And I was just like, literally, Javi and I can't co-parent so that a joint party would never work. Right. You know what I mean? So like, that's like not really an option. But I just found that I have to choose my battles. That's the bottom line. And the birthday party one was not it. So when he, when my friend told me that he had already stuck them in the cubbies, I didn't say anything to him because it wasn't, even though I, I wanted to, because it was like, okay, my party's first. Like I kind of was planning to do that. I was like, you know what? This is not, this is not a battle that I'm willing to argue about. So I was just like, Lincoln wants the one friend from soccer there. And I figured the jujitsu kids that he does sports with, like they invite us to their birthday party. So let me just do the sports kids. And I think that that's probably just how I'm going to do it. Like, Javi yeah. can have the, 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 um, whatever kids that Lincoln goes to school for his party and I'll just do the sports parties. Like that's, that'll just be it. That'll, that's going to be how it goes for us, I think. 
Okay, guys, do you want to go to sleep every night with comfy, cozy feeling of a fancy hotel bed sheets? Because Brooklinen has had me sleeping as snug as a bug in a rug since we've met and I'm never turning back. So the company was founded in early 2014 by husband and wife Vicky and Rich Fulop and their dog, Dukes. Um, they didn't think that it should be so difficult and expensive to have luxurious hotel sheets in their in your own home. So they're based out of Brooklyn and they're just not your typical New Yorkers. They live in the city that never sleeps, yet they're committed to bringing you the best sleep ever. So you really have to try these. They are Brooklyn and Sheets. Name the winner of best online betting category by Good Housekeeping. Brooklyn is the fastest growing betting brand in the world. Over 20,000 five-star reviews. I love Brooklinen because the sheets are just so comfortable. I have the Luxe Core sheet sets in white and steel. And I just think that they feel so comfortable, um, really like I'm sleeping in a hotel, which I normally get the best sleep in a hotel. And that's probably why. Brooklinen's is an old-fashioned spirit despite totally modernizing an old industry. They bring five-star hotel-quality sheets to everyday life. Luxury sheets without the luxurious markup. Their method, take out the middleman, keep things personal just between them and the consumer. And the sheets just feel great and they look great. And you can get any type of material or there's many different types of colors and materials to choose from so you don't get bored with the same sheets. My Brooklinen sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets that I've ever slept on. Brooklinen.com has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code COFFEE at Brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident that they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee and a lifelong warranty of all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code COFFEE at Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com, promo code COFFEE. Brooklinen, these are the best sheets ever. Well, and then I also saw that um, some moms were suggesting to go strictly by whatever the court order was and no variations so that it's very black and white because if you can't co-parent that... It just needs to be whatever is in the court order. But it doesn't have anything about birthday parties in the court order. Like birthday parties, it has birthdays in there. Like who gets who, like, I'd have to look, but I I don't know who has, technically has Lincoln. I think they were stating that as far as outside of the birthday parties, I think it was just the stating of go by the court order for everything, you know, like very black and white, no variations to anything. Right. And And that's why I said to him about Halloween, that's what the Halloween thing came up. And because I was like, well, you know, obviously I want to take all my kids trick-or-treating this year since Lux can, you know, walk and do it and stuff like that. And so I did, I looked at the custody order and it says that it's my holiday. So for him to come out here and be like, oh, now you want to make it convenient and now you're picking and choosing when it works for you. It's like, no, in prior years, Lux was not old enough. So now if we can't get along, why wouldn't I just fall back to the custody order? That's what it's for. Right. Well, all else fails, then the custody order takes precedence of whatever you think or he thinks. I'm looking, okay, child's birthday. The child will be, will, the child will alternate placement between their parents for his, for his birthday. Father will have child for his birthday on even number years, and mother will have child on his birthday for odd number years. So, 
I get Halloween. Javi gets birthday on the actual day, which actually falls on his week anyway. And then I'm having a party for him on my weekend. I didn't plan it for his, you know what I mean? Right. Like I planned my party for Lincoln on my weekend with him. But maybe so it worked out. Since the custody order says that you have him, you know, every other year for his birthday, maybe you and Javi come to an agreement that you'll host his class friends on that on year. On my years. Right. Got it. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But just a yeah, suggestion. I mean, well, I appreciate all the suggestions because it's nice. And it was really nice to see that so many messages were coming in because I I knew that some people could relate to some degree, but I wasn't sure what that was. But it turns out that a lot of people can actually relate pretty closely. Yeah. And I mean, I am a child from a co-parenting situation that was like a disaster. So... I can truly say that I was just having this conversation with my mother-in-law about someone else that we know in a co-parenting situation that just gets it all wrong. And it's all, as an outsider looking in, it's easier to judge the situation when you're not the person in the situation. But Mm -hmm. when you see all of the toxic stuff that's going on and the child is being negatively affected by that, you kind of have to take a step back and say, okay, you know what? This isn't about my bullshit. This isn't about me. It's not about him. It's about the child and that's it. Right. And that's kind of why I was like, some things I'm just not even going to argue back with him, even as much as I would love to, I'm just not. Yeah. Well, there was one question that just struck my eye that um, I saw that came through and I want you to answer it as best that you know how. Okay. How do you come up with an agreement with your son's fathers on what days, holidays, birthdays? I'm asking because I'm currently struggling. What's your advice? Okay. Okay. So two, I have two things about this. One is, um, for example, holidays, my family eats Thanksgiving dinner super early, like basically like a, a Thanksgiving lunch. So mm-hmm. because it worked out that way, I, it it's oh, it's never really been Thanksgiving has never really been an issue because their dads eat late. So we can make it work that I take the kids in the morning and they take them in the evening. Um typically it's not really an issue because I celebrate think I celebrate Christmas Eve. I don't celebrate Christmas Day. So okay. um that's also kind of it's with Joe is not really an issue. Joe doesn't really have like traditions or anything like that. And then Javi also celebrates Christmas Eve. So that's always a fight. We always argue over Christmas Eve because he, um, they, my kids don't do Santa. They never did Santa. So like, it's just not really a huge deal. Right. My idea for Christmas this year, uh, well, I have my kids for Christmas this year, according to the, uh, the custody agreement, I have Christmas Eve into Christmas day at noon, um, on even number years, but For example, like next year, I had this idea. Kids don't really have a true concept of like time, right? So (laughs) I was thinking since they're on Christmas break for the week, like they won't know that they won't know the difference between December 25th and December 27th. So my idea for next year when I technically don't have my kids on actual Christmas day is to just do Christmas another day, like do the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like. Um, you know, we can have Christmas Eve dinner at my house and then wake up in the morning and do gifts, you know, from, from me and the family. That's well, and my idea. I have kind of ahead. works better for you because 
you don't do Santa anyway. So it's not like they're watching right. the Santa cam like on the news, like we're seeing as landing at the time, you know? Right. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. But even still, like you could probably explain it to a child, you know, this is Santa has to come to our house at a different time because, you know, mommy and daddy aren't together anymore. That's just my idea. I haven't done it yet. I'll let you guys know next year, but um, that's what I was thinking for that. But Always when we can't come to an agreement, that's what the custody agreement is for. And your custody agreement should have column one holidays, column two holidays, and then alternate. Because otherwise, you're just going to fight over over the same things every single year. Right. And who wants to do that? Nobody. Right. So basically, <laughs> column one has all the good holidays, Christmas Eve, 4th of July, New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day, Halloween, Thanksgiving, like 2000, like the even number years are the ones that we are all going to argue about. And then column two is... Memorial Day, Labor Day, Easter, New Year's, Christmas Day. But Christmas Day would be starting at 12 p.m. Right. And so that's after like, do you know what I mean? I don't, personally, I don't, I don't do New Year's. I don't really celebrate New Year's. I don't care for it. Joe specifically asked for Memorial Day in his, in his order, just because they do like a family barbecue every single year. And I didn't put up an argument for that. Right. Well, because if you're not doing a family barbecue, then... Why do we care? Right. (laughs) Right. Okay. So switching gears a little bit, um, I want to talk about the article from Detroit because there was so many responses about that too. And Okay. Let's hear them. You heard, um, we heard from nurses a lot, which was shocking to me, but also really cool because they were able to explain kind of the background of why this would be going on. They all said that babies stillborn or miscarried, if their parents didn't didn't want to or couldn't have services, that they put them in a certain place in the hospital um, at like a morgue inside the hospital. And at a certain time each month, funeral homes would pick up their remains and they would bury them in mass graves that was paid for by the hospital. So basically what was happening with this funeral home, plus there's been three others discovered as well, um, that they were just getting the money and never burying the bodies. The funeral home was getting the, was getting the money and burying, not burying the bodies. Correct. So the hospital's paying them and then they're never disposing of the bodies properly. Well... That's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And they were trying to identify specific, you know, babies. And could you imagine? Like, no, like getting a call like a year later that my, the baby that I already lost, I also couldn't afford services for now wasn't buried. Like how heartbreaking. Do you guys ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest or like you just want to talk to somebody about everyday challenges in life? Well, Talkspace is an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. And all you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means that you can improve your mental health, even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. I know that we're all so busy and trying to imagine adding things to life seems super impossible, but there's nothing more important than taking care of yourself. With Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. There are no extra commutes. 
no leaving the office, and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into your childhood memories. It's also about practical everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. The Talk Space platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can go to talkspace.com slash coffee and use code coffee to get $45 off of your first month and show your support for the show. That's coffee and talkspace.com slash coffee. Let's get back to the show. Actually, I have a st- um, an article I want to share with you about Speaking of babies, go for it. Um, so this woman is locked in a legal battle for frozen embryos with her ex-husband. Okay. okay. Basically what happened was um, this woman was diagnosed with um, an aggressive form of breast cancer and she had to undergo chemotherapy. So with chemotherapy comes the chance that it would leave you infertile. So, mm-hmm. Um, when you go through the chemotherapy, you know, you might, you may never be able to have kids after that. So her only chance to maybe have kids was to freeze her, I guess her eggs, um, freeze her eggs and do the IVF. So she gets married and they freeze them. It's successful with the embryos. And two years later, her husband wants a divorce, but she wants to keep the embryos because that's her only chance of having biological children. So, so, um, I guess the husband now or the ex-husband wants them destroyed, does not want her to have them. Oh, wow. So it says that the judge decided that the right not to be compelled to be a parent outweighs a wife's rights to procreate and ruled that the couple should follow the terms they'd agreed upon in the contract signed at the fertility clinic, donating the embryos to other infertile couples. So there will be a child out there that is biologically hers and she'll never be able to see them or have any contact with them. That is so wrong on so many levels because... They weren't getting divorced at the time that they made this agreement. Right. So here's my thought on it, right? So they agreed. This was their agreement that essentially that if this were to happen, they would donate them to other couples who can't have children. But if that's going to happen, that the husband is going to have those kids. They're going to be somewhere no matter what. So why not let your someone that you've married and that you wanted to be with, why not let her raise them. Do you know what I'm saying? Because essentially they're going to have these babies somewhere. They're going to be out there somewhere. So why not just let her do that? Right. Do you see, does that make sense or yeah. is what I'm saying not? Okay. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I feel like that if she wants to proceed, that she should have every right to proceed and maybe sign something that says as far as financial obligation that he has none. Like, why can't he just sign, like, as if he was to donate them to another infer- infertile couple, like, why wouldn't he just sign off his rights? Because essentially the kid is going to be there regardless. So why not just sign off your rights to your ex-wife? But this goes back to the same thing that we are talking about with co-parenting. I mean, think about it. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you make, when you do stuff like this, you're not truly thinking about, well, you know, if it doesn't work out that, why am I stuttering so much? I can't, I'm out of breath. Um, 
I guess like when you're making the contract with someone, you don't really think worst case scenario. And I guess even if it does cross your mind, I don't think that you think about all the other feelings that come with the breakup, the divorce, the whatever it is. And so there's, there truly is other feelings involved. And then obviously your opinion and your feelings are going to change on how you want to proceed with things. So yeah, I mean, if that's what they agreed, I guess that, but things change. I mean, it sounds like he wants them destroyed completely and doesn't really want other infertile couples to have them either in well, this article. But anyway, I thought this, I thought the story was interesting. So I wanted to talk about it. Well, now I kind of want to know why they're divorcing. Yeah, because it, it sounds like she's been through hell. Yeah. Um, it says, I don't think it says anything about... Like, what kind of person is he? I mean, I'm, that's a complete judgment. I don't even know who this person is or these people's names. I'm just saying, okay, your wife's been through this probably horrible cancer battle. As if that's not bad enough, you're going to divorce her and then hit her with... Uh, oh, by the way, I know that you went through the whole process to freeze your eggs and whatnot, but that's not going to happen either. Like, what a dick. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't say, um, but it does say that um, the woman has appealed the judge's ruling and that the embryo's fates are now waiting on a decision in the appellate court. Um, roughly a dozen such cases have been cropped up across the U.S. Okay, so this is not the first case. There's been about 12, um, but Torres is as notable for inspiring controversial legislation legislation in Arizona. Um, the new law says that in these kinds of disputes, the cells should go to whichever party wants to use them to make a baby. Um, it's the very first frozen embryo law in the U.S., and some people are worried that it could set a dangerous legal precedent defining these cells as life, in quotes, um, in order to chip away at abortion rights. And it says that the fight is subject is the subject of a new episode of the Netflix Follow This. That's a docu-series. I'm not sure what... Um, maybe we should look into that. But anyway, I thought the story was super interesting and kind I'll of like you said, like, yeah, I mean, just the fact that it's kind of like one hit after another, like first it was breast cancer and then chemotherapy and then infertility and then divorce. And then like, that's just a lot. That's a lot. Like, yeah, it's a I lot. And like, I don't even like um, that man but... and I don't even know him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Moving on. Okay. So... I saw this and I thought it was okay. Have you ever been scrolling on the internet and you're just like going down this rabbit hole and you come across something and you're like, there's no way that's real? Yes, um, several times a day. <laughs> okay. So I see this headline that says, Naked woman bites off man's penis. No. Were they, in, were they from Florida? Because I feel like those always are headlined with like. <laughs> citizen in florida man from florida woman from florida like i always feel like they're from florida and i always feel like they're from south carolina but i think that's only because that's where i'm from (laughs) and these these people are from south carolina and just a little background information on like what was going on this was um a naked woman trying to bite off a man's dick and <laughs> that's they were horrible. involved in a threesome and Jesus. officers were told that the woman was high on heroin and meth when she apparently attacked one of the men so mm. one of the men so this was a threesome with two men yes it was like her and two men and okay. 
So the investigators said that one of the men called 911 and said the woman attacked him and tried to bite off his penis. And when they went inside the apartment, they saw a bleeding naked woman coming at them on all fours. No. This has to be a made-up story that they it's not made up to be. And it, that is made up. It's not. And I even saw the news clip of the people on live five w wcsc news no. where it was talking about it on like the actual live news absolutely not but they called it that genitals is... <laughs> well i mean they probably have to be a little more um censored um that is terrifying and but, but like it made me wonder how many times does this actually happen? Like how many times does a woman try to bite a man's penis off? You know what? I saw in the shade room not that long ago. I want to say it was a couple weeks ago. But they successfully, it was a man successfully cut off another man. Because I want to say that the woman was cheating. Um, I'm not really sure on the details. I kind of forget um, it was a couple weeks ago. But it was a man that did it. To another man. Like, no. Mm-mm. Like, this is happening way more frequently than we could ever imagine. And I'm just wondering what's wrong with our world. Because I'm never acting like that. Um, I thought it was a spoof. Like, I really thought it was a trick whenever it I saw the article. It has to be. These are jokes. This it's is not. not it's not. It's not a joke. <laughs> it's for real. Like, it really happened. It was really on the news. And this woman was crawling around like a dog. Well, that's the drugs. Don't do drugs, kids. Don't. Like, you... Just don't. You really shouldn't. Did I ever tell you guys that I've had skin problems pretty much my whole life? Um, You know where I'm going with this, right? So, BioClarity. BioClarity, say it with me. BioClarity. Oh, my gosh. Yes. You guys know that I use the Essentials Routine. It's good for me every day and help keeps my skin glowy. Um, I have also been using the Clarifying Mask, which is my favorite. It has cooling aloe, which I love anything that's cooling. And I am just obsessed with how it makes my face feel so tight and toned. And you guys know that I use the clear skin routine because I do have blemishes and some problem areas along my jaw. So I love that. Plus the mask. Um, Aloe is good for pretty much everything. So I love it. It's perfect. And um, it just makes my skin feel really clean. BioClarity is a complete skincare system delivered straight to you, and it's an easy-to-use three-step routine. What healthy eating does for your body, BioClarity will do for your face. It's great. BioClarity products are loaded with soothing ingredients like Floralux from Chlorophyll. They're hydrating but lightweight, and if you're ready to detox and rejuvenate, then it's time to pick your routine and get going. Get started on healthier habits with your skincare. Just go to bioclarity.com and our listeners will get their first month for 50% off a routine plus shipping is free. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter our code COFFEE and that's bioclarity.com and enter our code COFFEE. Now let's get back to the show. Um, Can you tell me about how you're going to go on the Titanic too? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So you guys, we saw, um, I sent this link to Lindsay the other day and it was about how they're recreating the Titanic in, um, I think the Titanic, the original Titanic was what? 1912. Yes. And 
Um, they're basically redoing, uh, like they're recreating it in what's called the Titanic 2. It's going to take the same route as the original ship. It's going to hold, I think, roughly the same amount of passengers as the original ship. And um, I think it's about two weeks long. And it goes, I want to say, from Europe to New York. And then it goes somewhere else that I'm not familiar with. I'd have to look it up. Um, but I for sure, like... I feel like I would get this like weird, eerily part of history type feeling if I went on it. And I feel like it would be very like the Twilight zone Do you know what I mean? Yes, but you're not going on it. I, I feel like I would hope that history does not repeat itself and the same thing does not happen. However, if it did, I think technology now would we would be able to steer away from the iceberg. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying that it's too close to comfort. You know, like it's just... I'm looking it up right now. Titanic 2. I think they said that it was going to set in 2020. Yeah, it's 2022. Yes, 2022. And... um. It's going to be like a replica of the first one. And I just, I want to be a part of that. I want to experience things. And I think that's one of them. But for two weeks, like where are your kids going to be for two weeks while you're out setting sail on the Titanic? Well, why can't they come with? Well, I mean, I guess they could, but you're going to put your kids on a ship for two weeks. I would be so stir crazy. I would be trying, I would just voluntarily jump off the ship. I mean, the longest I've been away for my children or like gone away with them was 10 days. So I feel like two weeks, I mean, that would be all I would have to do is have a written um, letter and say, I'm taking the kids on vacation, 30 days notice written and I could take them. True. Like how amazing if they were a part of this history, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's very, cool and very um nice for you to consider however i just don't think it would be for my family i'm thinking more like cabo but (laughs) wait okay so it goes from it will take passengers from dubai to new york and it says there'll be 2400 passengers and it's set to accommodate um, first, second, and third class tickets, just like in the original. And it'll be outfitted exactly like the original tor- Titanic, including the grand staircase that plays a memorable role in James Cameron's hit movie. And it says there's another Titanic replica replica on the go. And in 2016, news circulated that China is building one. Um, 745 miles inland. I don't know what that means. Um, so I don't know. This is super to interesting. Me, and I feel this like- seems like Disney World on the water. Yes. Yes. But just You're like in interested? a different way. You know what I mean? It's like an attraction. Just like It says to avoid a repeat disaster, Titanic 2 will apparently be outfitted with plenty of lifeboats and will have welded, not riveted hull. So it'll have modern navigation and radar equipment. So obviously they would be able to see the fact that they even had to put that 
on there scares me enough it's to terrifying. be like, nah, I'm good. But it's like so intriguing that I feel like I need to be a part of this. Okay, well, I'm going to pass, but... <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes. In 2022, you can let me know how it is. I think I can convince you by then. Um, possibly, because I might be crazier than I am now by that point. <laughs> um, okay, wait. Speaking of traveling, I need to know what your thoughts are on Spirit Airlines, because I was <laughs> just looking at like... <laughs> Why are you laughing? I'm serious. Like, they, like, you think that you're getting a deal. Number one, okay, wait, let me backtrack. So, Spirit always comes up so cheap. Like, you're looking at flights and you're like, fuck yeah, like, this is a great deal on a, on a flight or whatever. But they don't tell you until you get there that they charge you for your bags and everything. Every single piece that you take with you, they charge you for. So you it's don't like, get that in... It's like all a cart, you know? It's like you get yeah. the meat and then once you pay for the meat, it's like it comes to the table <laughs> and there's no your- sides. And you're like, oh yeah, well, the macaroni and cheese is like $95. And then the Brussels sprouts or just go ahead and add like 30 additional dollars for that too. It's like, mm, yeah, I think I'm not going so to those you places. Think, right. Like you think you're getting a deal and then you actually realize that you're not. And then on top of it, like there's, they're just not a good quality flight. I feel like. So I just need to know, like, would you travel spirit? No, I, because fl- it's fly so Delta. funny to me that I'm not super picky with flights, but I just, um, when I was looking to like, just get away for a little bit, I was like, oh, like this is a good deal. It's like worth it. Like I'll take a Rocky flight for two hours. Um, I wouldn't take it to like you LA are for nuts. six. You're nuts. I wouldn't take I'm it for like six hours. I'm taking a Rocky flight nowhere. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. Like if I'm going to save a couple hundred dollars, like I'll take spirit if I'm flying for two hours, like Atlanta is two hours and Miami's three hours. Like, okay, fine. I can deal with it. But then I'm like. I'm not really compromising the quality of the flight for the price, but then also it's just like not... Someone told me a joke about Spirit Airlines. Maybe it was you. And it was like someone was like choking or something or something happened and and the flight attendant was like, are there any doctors on board? Oh yeah, I sent you that. Yeah, no doctors fly Spirit. Like (laughs) there's no doctors on board because they would never fly spirit. Um, Anyway, so moving on. That was so funny. But no, to answer your question in short, no, I do not fly spirit. I fly Delta. And the only reason is because I'm just kind of weird about transportation. I like to know that I have a consistent and they're always consistent. I don't really have any problems. um, And I just trust in Delta. So yeah. Um, well, anyhow, let's take a quick break to tell you guys about our new sponsor, Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. This is a very non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time without you know, the insecurity. So, um, you know, you can join with confidence. I have always been afraid to do anything with stocks and investing because I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing. So I just found the service to be really helpful for myself. 
Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade, but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. So who would not want to do that? The design of the app has easy-to-understand charts and market data. You can place your trade in just four taps of your smartphone. Learn by doing. Discover new stocks and track favorite companies with personalized newsfeed, custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio so you guys can sign up at coffee.robinhood.com. That's coffee.robinhood.com. I had a question that I wanted to ask you. It's like mom questions and how you would react to it. And then I'll tell you how I would react to it. So the first one is if you're standing with another mom at the playground and notice her underwear is showing, do you tell her? No. No, I don't tell her either. It's not my business and I don't know her. So why would I go up to her? Because then she's going to probably be uncomfortable that I was looking. Also, it's just so awkward. It's like, it's not like telling someone they have a booger, you know, like you're going to tell someone if they have a booger or something in their teeth because that's their face. Like that is their face and they're just, no, like you have to tell somebody that, but like their underwear is showing. No, my underwear sticks out all day long and I don't really care. So if someone came up to me, (laughs) it tells me that I'd be like, okay, this is awkward. Well, okay. So I've seen this like a lot of times at the park where mom will be like crouched down and she's wearing jeans or something and it's like her thongs hanging out the top and I'm just like, "Mm, okay, maybe you should have like not worn low rise jeans. That's why they have a thing called mom jeans. Find out about them. Um, But yeah, I would never say anything. I just kind of like awkwardly look at what's going on, assess the situation and then I go in the other direction so that there's like no awkward eye contact because maybe she knows that her thong's sticking out the back of her pants. Mm, yeah. Nope. Not, not remotely interested. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I wanted to comment though on the booger in the teeth thing. Um, <laughs> You're not going to tell somebody about that either. Are you? No. <laughs> Why not? I mean, what if do you it was, mean? If it was like you or somebody that I knew, I would be like, Kale, you have something in your teeth. Or I would just like do like the, where I like pick my own tooth and like look at you. <laughs> or like, okay, fair enough. Fair I enough. would like wipe my nose and then hope that you would know that like <laughs> that you had a booger. But I'm definitely not going to go up to somebody and be like, you have a booger or you have pepper in your teeth like not happening okay i think you're right you're right i would tell people that i'm talking to that i'm friends with whatever but like a stranger no for sure not i would hope if i saw a stranger that was like that i would hope that the next place they were going was their car so that they could like look in the mirror and be like oh shit i have a booger like pepper in my teeth I'm so paranoid about stuff like that. Like me too. I, I'll I'll go to the bathroom like five times just to check. I yeah, like I'll use my phone camera to like check my nose and my teeth because I feel like that's happened to me before and I was like so embarrassed that I need to never <laughs> let that happen again. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whenever I take a shower, I like try to like blow my nose so hard that I'm like, okay, there's not a chance there's gonna be a booger there for like twenty four hours. Not rocketing. 
in the shower. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm oh, really weird about it. Okay, so the next question is, if you are stranded with your kids, what are the three things that you hope that you have on hand? Baby wipes. Um, if I'm stranded, snacks, baby wipes, and oh, if we're stranded, baby wipes, snacks, and water, clean underwear. I don't know. <laughs> clean. <laughs> what would you pick? <laughs> what um, would you pick? So I had baby wipes online, and I also had snacks because. Life is horrible with kids that are hungry. So, oh my God, yeah. That was like a go to. But my last one was I would hope that I had my battery pack with me because for your phone? Yeah, because I might need to get help. I don't want to be stranded without like any way (laughs) to contact anybody. Like that would be very scary. So, I would hope that I had wipes, snacks, and my battery pack. And like, please don't forget any of the three. Yeah, I could see that too. Yeah, for sure. Um, That was a good one. I don't even know why that didn't even cross my mind. Um, So the next one is, would you rather have a kid with perpetually bad breath or perpetually bad farts? Bad breath. Bad How do you breath. solve that? Bad breath or bad heart? Farts. Oh, yeah. Still, I would rather bad farts because bad breath is worse. Like gas, you can get gas X, Imodium, whatever. I don't think you can cure bad breath. And I'm just, if you have any <laughs> tips or tricks, like I need answers. Okay. Well, I have a question about that in a second, but I'm going to go ahead and answer I would pick, I would rather have a kid with bad farts because they come and go, right? It's not something that yeah, yeah, consistent. Yeah, I, agree. I really don't want them shitting on themselves, but I'm just saying I would rather that than the bad breath. I thought you said bad hearts at oh. first. Mm. Well, um, no, yeah, for sure, bad farts. And then I'm like, okay, bad farts, you can kind of get away with, like, yeah, Imodium, Gas-X, like if you're outside, like no one needs to know. <laughs> like you can walk around and people might not like... <laughs> you boys can tell do- we are boy moms. Like we are boy moms. Yeah, like boys do that. You know, they cropped us in a room and then leave. And I'm like, I'm still sitting there. <laughs> I'm like, mm. You know what though? Speaking of being boy moms and farts... um, it's kind of a struggle because I've taught my kids that they have to say excuse me if they burp or fart because I'm it's just disgusting and I'm they're boys and so I don't really know if they will like fart or burp around other people. Um <laughs> so <laughs> but it's come to the point where it's like we'll be at the dinner table and I Lincoln it's especially Lincoln not necessarily Isaac but Lincoln will fart and say excuse me I just farted. So it's like <laughs> you don't need like like thank you for being honest and thank you for excusing yourself but you don't need to announce the fact that you farted at the dinner table because i want to throw up now well i think that he's trying to like let you know okay when (laughs) 
<laughs> By the way, a smell is coming soon. <laughs> coming soon. Oh my oh, the other thing, speaking of bodily functions, um Lincoln has this thing where he has to every time he sneezes, and if I don't say bless you or if because it's so second nature now at this point, I'll like he'll sneeze and I just won't say bless you because it's just like, I don't think of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, okay, you're, yeah. like, you're just sneezing. <laughs> Lincoln will always ask me, did you hear me sneeze? And it's because he wants me to say bless you, right? <laughs> so I kept wondering why he was doing, like, why are you so incessant on making me say bless you? Because I, it's like second nature. I forget that you're doing it. Like, I don't even pay attention to it. And so he'll be like, mom, did you hear me? And I'm like, oh, sorry, bless you. And then he'll sneeze again and he'll be like, I sneezed again. And then I'll say it again. And I'm one of those people where I know you're going to sneeze three times in a row. So let me just say it one time when you're done. Well, it turns out, I guess Isaac, and I don't know where he heard this from, told Lincoln, if someone doesn't say bless you when you sneeze, that you'll die. (gasps) So Lincoln keeps asking because he was afraid he was going to die. Oh, my gosh. And then you should have told Isaac not to be telling him stuff like that. Well, once he told me that, then I realized, oh my God. And Isaac said, well, that's what someone told me. <laughs> Who goes so around Isaac saying was that? Just, I don't know. So that's why Lincoln is like, did you hear me, mom? And just so dead set on me saying, bless you. And I'm like, well, it was like kind of funny, kind of cute, but like also like that's terrifying to tell a four-year-old. Like that's terrifying. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah, yeah. he probably was so worried because he thought he was going to just like drop dead. Like he sneezed and he was going to be like dead in the backseat. Right. And he's like a repetitive sneezer. So he'll sneeze like three times in a row. So if I don't say it, he was probably like mortified (laughs) what was going to happen next. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, that's all we have time for today. So thanks for listening. If you guys have not followed us on at Coffee Convos Podcast on Instagram, make sure you follow us over there. We post new episode updates every week. We post recipes, um, discount codes. That's where you know merch goes. Everything is over there. So make sure that you follow us. If you have not left a five-star review on iTunes, you can go to the podcast app for iTunes and find us over there. Click the fifth star, which will give us a five-star review. And you can also leave a written review. And we love to hear feedback from you guys. So thanks so much for tuning in. We love you guys and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.